Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Ben. And I'm Dak. And we, together, are the guys who did this. And today, we will be continuing our fantastic journey through The Expanse, book two. Today we have chapters 18 through 23. Warning, we will be covering adult subjects and discussing spoilers for both the books and the TV show. Hell yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> We're probably going to drop lots of spoilers today, if I had to guess, based on the content that we're getting into. Yeah, there's a couple things. There's, there's lots of foreshadowing. Sure. Slash just oh, like yeah. hints that lead to things. So much. <laughs> yes. So many hints that lead to things. <laughs> yes. Not good. Wow. Um, we're doing this podcast early in the morning, a little bit of a different pace for us. So if something seems off, it's because the sun is shining. Our moods are bright. We have the full day ahead of us so many possibilities um but i yeah feeling great still drinking coffee so it'll be it'll be a good one how, how do you feel are you feeling all right your I head cloudy great mm. Mm. sweaty but I great you. i just deadlifted before this too oh i need to i was gonna do that but i didn't Fair. i was actually gonna take the dogs for a walk but i didn't do that Wow. That's okay. They'll do it later. They just had a treat. They're happy. Yeah, they're pissed. <laughs> like I can't believe I can't believe you would do this to us. Now you're closing stuff off in this room for two hours. Unreal. But all right. Are you ready? No. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, we're doing it. We can we can still talk if you're not ready. No, give give you me chapter <laughs> eighteen. Tell me what Avasarla is doing. I just want to talk. No, all right. Avasarala, chapter 18. Am I on the page? Oh, I'm not. There, now I am. That was a hell of a flip. I just flipped directly from chapter 23 to chapter 18. One flip. Um, chapter 18. Avasarala, our girl, our favorite girl. She is in a she's, meeting. She's 60. But okay. What is it's wow. called a six-year-old a girl. But yes, go ahead. What? She what? is a girl. Well, you you made it sound demeaning. <laughs> I said our favorite girl. How okay. is that demeaning? Right. You said like little girl. Like I, I, I didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> you rewind. Well, that's that's what happened in my head. What? I literally, you're just saying you're just saying things that I didn't say, which I'm know. used to. I'm used to now, but still, it's it hurts to be accused of that live. Unbelievable. Yeah, all right. Well, our favorite six-year-old woman, I guess, now that I have to clarify that, which Thank seems you. even more demeaning than what I said earlier. Wow. Um, she is meeting with some very important people, specifically the Secretary General, Esteban Sorrento Gillis, who is the head of the UN governmental organization right now. Um, they're reviewing all the activity on Venus, all the meetings going on with Mars, and it's going great for the most part. And Esteban is dumb as hell as always from Avisrala's point of view. Really funny. Uh, these meetings end. Aaron I asked her to focus on Venus since the Martian talks have stalled. Avisrala is a little worried and interested about why Aaron Wright has kind of starting to move her away from the Martian the ongoing Martian discussions. And we'll get more into that later. Um, later, 
Abspirala goes to get a drink at the Dashiri Lounge, where many public officials here at the UN go get drinks. Um, she sees Bobby Draper there, so we learn why she's there pretty quickly. And she goes and hangs out with her. She goes to sit next to her, gets her a drink. They talk about it a little bit. They talk about the meeting. They talk about um, Bobby freaking out a little bit in a good way. And Abstrala then asks Bobby to come work for her. I don't think anyone expected when they even even I knew that was happening. And I, <laughs> I was like, whoa. And I still was kind of freaked out when that happened. Um, it was very it's very good. And once again, we jump forward slightly. Abstrala is back at her apartment and she gets a call from a man named Amir, a surveillance analyst that she is clearly familiar with and has worked with before. Amir lets her know that our one and only James Holden has met up with a local scientist, Praxidic Meng, and some security people from Pinkwater on Ganymede. And as they talk, Amir gets an update that there is now a firefight happening. They're about 40 minutes behind the actual action from what we understand, but Amir gets this update about a firefight, which has happened about 45 minutes ago. And then... Asrala gives Amir the order to bring them all in. And that is chapter 18. Wild. Wild. So we get a bunch of good stuff going on. We get, again, as usual, Asrala's chapters, to me, are just the most interesting, the most fun. And that's probably, it might be an unpopular opinion. It, it might be, but that's just, if, that, if it that's is, like, then that's, you understand who like, I am and what I the Senate talks of... Uh... <laughs> That's, I watch Star Wars for politics. I just skip the lightsaber battles. I just, I just watch the scenes where they're discussing trade talks. That, that is one hundred percent true, though. Yeah. So, um, they are good. Yeah. See, um, but we get, we get uh, a bit here. Avastrala has very little regard for for talking heads. As uh, you know, that's that's essentially what we learn. She, she. Thinks she likes Sorrento Gillis, the Secretary General. She doesn't really, she doesn't really respect him. He it's a bobble, <laughs> every time he asks about, he's like, "Avastral, give us the important things from this brief." And she's like, "He didn't fuck read the fucking briefs." But like she that, doesn't read know? them either. <laughs> he doesn't read the freaking briefs. I know, but she's smart. I mean, it's funny. fair, but like, and she doesn't know everything about it too. Like when. No, so, she just yeah, yelled she at Soren. Yeah, but she still like, knows. Yeah, Soren. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's the pot calling the kettle black here. It's like, she just like doesn't like him so much. Well, she like, she thinks he's fine as a person, but she doesn't respect him so much that she's just picking at everything. Yeah, that's fine. fair. Fine, that's but... fair. Yeah, he does seem easily influenced. Oh, yeah, this dude is like, um a loser no <laughs> see it just seems like he's like one your... of those people uh according to avasarla it's like man this dude just like agreeable he's a yes guy yeah he just got into that position by like yeah i don't know honestly kind of like biden kind of like biden right yeah just so similar. like he just doesn't really offend many right yeah and yeah and he's just like a lifelong politician that's uh that's guy. actually a really good uh yep yep see honestly kind of similar yeah um, wow esteban Sorrento, Gillis, Biden. Mm-hmm. Who could have guessed? Who's off Sarah? Um, I don't know. I don't want to know. We, we, we wouldn't know, right? That's <laughs> yeah, the thing, exactly. is that we wouldn't know who it is. Um, so they, they're talking about a bunch of stuff. They're talking about Venus. They're talking about Mars. Uh, they're 
basically, Avastar is like updating and giving her opinions to Sorrento Gillis about like, are these related? Who did it? Blah 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 blah. And they don't, since they don't really know, they don't really finish. Uh, you know, there's not really any like conclusive decisions made in this meeting, but they do just they do kind of show that this relationship is there, and she does report up to them. The the even more interesting stuff comes right after this meeting when Aaron Wright talks with her afterwards and essentially says that, you know, you you've been doing you've been looking at you've been doing a lot. You've been you've been you kind of have your hands in a lot of uh, baskets right now. You're looking at Venus. You're trying to keep Mar the Martians calm. You're trying to make sure that uh, Nguyen doesn't fucking just slag everyone, just murder everyone. Mm -hmm. uh that is martian on ganymede and since they but but since the the martian talks have stalled and there's not a lot going on right now aaron Wright, his reasoning is that we i want you to focus on venus and either rule it out or like confirm that it is should be our number one focus like like though like he he wants a yes or a no basically on a question that is extremely not impossible easy to, to answer. answer yeah literally like, impossible like, to be honest yeah. So, Alistair was like fine with this. He's like, "Great, this is this is actually awesome because this is what I wanted to do for a while," um, which is the kind of the vibe we get. But she immediately notes that, like, okay, Aaron Wright wouldn't normally have done this. Isn't a, a move he would have made normally. He, Aaron Wright normally would have just left left her on all these things, like just let her do her thing. Is is kind of the vibe I got. I'm not sure if that's what. Right. You, yeah. It's like uh, there's definitely like something behind this. Like he. Yeah. He's. She she gets in. There's an intent here that's not uh, that's not just like oh you're doing too many things. You need to focus on this thing. It's like yeah, right. She's like a very he high government official. Like of course <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna like be doing a bunch of things. So mm -hmm. she immediately is like, why did this happen? Who is wanted this to happen and why do they want this to happen and why am I getting pulled off? The Martian talks. We we actually kind of get a bit of a we we kind of we don't figure out why, but we. Later in this set of chapters, and it's, something uh, happens that uh, lets us know kind of why they wanted her away from the Martian stuff. Yep. Um, and yeah, that she she figures that she still is trying to figure out what Nguyen's deal is. Um, she thinks that it's potentially him uh, or someone that is like sponsoring him. And she's just trying to figure it all out and she can't see it yet and do it but she's working on it so that's the end of the this political Man. meeting Ooh. which again i love who lets bobby always. just go out into like i feel like bobby after her like outburst and like i think in the show she's like basically jailed in the embassy yeah they do and that yeah, seems right. like what they would have done like who's just letting bobby like go to the bar why not? After her, like, outburst and, like, I don't know. Like, it feels like Mars would want to control her and be like, all right, let's not let this girl talk to anyone else after she just, yeah. like, let loose all that shit. That seems it, like, she has a bunch of secret information about Mars and has, is clearly unstable slash just is uh, disgruntled. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I'm not sure why she's just... Poor move on oh, Mars And she said... Like immediately, uh, she's. I was, I was like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And Bobby's like, "Well, I've already had too many, but why not?" So she's like <laughs> drunk. <Yeah. laughs> she's just, like... just gets plastered. 
<laughs> which is fine, but I don't. It's which just, is a good move. Which is what I would do if I was her. But, but it doesn't yeah, seem right. like a smart why. move for Mars to let her do it. No, let her do it in her in her room or something, and then go to a bar where all the UN politic politicians are, <laughs> or like I don't yes. know. Seems fine. Uh, it does seem fine. I see no issues with this. I wonder why. Is this in? In. It it. It, is it in? It's in the complex, compact, com, complex. Oh, clearly, right. So, like, you don't have to like leave the buildings where the embassy and the UN. I think it's on the campus. Are. Yeah, it's still yeah. So it's within this big because there is a big wall around this whole area, from what I understand, like literally like a guard wall type thing. Theoretically. Um, so. I mean, she's not. She is not leaving that area, but I. You're right. It it still seems weird. Weird. I, maybe Thorson is just so busy, doesn't care. I don't know. It's, Honestly, uh, that might be it. Yeah. Maybe maybe they just. Yeah. I I I think that the, that's probably the the the, the right answer. Right? Is what? that Thorson just doesn't care. Maybe. About her. I think he would though. Or like. I think this he is would. the same. Is this the same day? unclear it might be i think it is i think it is because this is like the same day that like holden and them are still doing stuff so um if we go by that timeline then i think it is this kind of the same yeah obviously says you made quite an impression today those meetings were literally earlier i bet you thorsten's trying to put out fires maybe yeah i guess he has other things to worry about i wonder if she gone i wonder if she went right from that meeting to the bar (laughs) i don't know yeah thorson probably didn't expect um well after the meeting she went out and explored remember Mm. um Mm. but i don't know yeah i I bet thorson just didn't expect uh or somebody to go recruit her (laughs) which is yeah i'd be fair thorson isn't like the he's not a politically i mean he's a, a politician but he's not like He's not on the tier list of uh, Avasarla. He's playing right. 5D chess, intergalactic. Also, um, probably, he's probably got bosses that fuck too. Yeah, he's more worried about saving his career right now than what, whatever the hell Bobby's doing. Classic. Been there, am I right? I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, uh, so. So, this meeting is good. Really, the only thing that gets confirmed here is that Avasarala and Bobby both kind of confirm with each other that like, hey, like I, I didn't, Bobby's like, I didn't know anything about I this deck. Avasarala's like, we don't know anything about it either. And then they're <laughs> we just, just like, become best friends. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, they they I, and this is like, again, all of this, Avasarala does nothing without like calculating it first, but this is very calculated for her. Yeah. Of course, that's all her brain does is but um it's really what she wants to see is how bobby reacts um and eventually we get to the the final little bit here where just like hey uh i want to hire you i need a martian military liaison and the the whole time that they're talking it's great they talk about this bar because this is a political bar where all these politicians are right so like the bar's kind of loud when they come in, and then, like, as this conversation goes on, it gets quieter and quieter as people are trying to listen to this conversation, because it's weird, because you don't normally see a the an undersecretary of the U.S. Yeah. of the U.N. talk with a Martian, visiting Martian Marine, 
uh, or for Martian and UN meetings, which I'm assuming don't happen horribly often in this capacity where they're discussing, yeah. uh, you know, uh, like a this combat event. This is very event. fishy, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it's the bar is like described as getting quieter and quieter as people are trying to, and like people are like walking by to like try and listen. <laughs> so it's very funny to kind of picture that. Because uh, eventually, towards the end of this, after she asks if she's going to hire, if she wants that she wants to hire her, it, it, it's, they say no one at the bar is talking to anybody now. <laughs> the room may have been empty. So everyone is literally just like, what the fuck is going on over there? Um, which is great. I also love that Avastrala is just like, my name's Christian Avastrala. Ask around. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Fantastic. So we get that, and Bobby kind of says, like, can I think about it? And I was, I was like, sure, but you're going to say yes, so I'm not worried about it. Um, confidence. Very confident, as always. And then we just get a little bit, we have this, we have this, all these conversations are important. Um, Avastrala then is back at her apartment later, and she gets a call from this guy, Amir, who does become a little bit more important in the story. Um, and he basically informs her of everything that is going on in Ganymede. So everything that we've been following with Holden and company, uh, Amir just knows all about it. So we learn this. This is a good. I like this because it kind of reminds us that, like, even though Holden is, you know, in Amos and back to the main characters and you know the quote-unquote heroes of this story like these are like like Avastrala has like military personnel at her command and that's like a, a different level of uh i don't know just yeah she's the queen power and you know a really different level of power and literally like they just know everything like there's just literally every single thing that has happened amir's just like yeah they did this they did this they did this which is walking through the previous chapters that Holden's been through. So mm. it is very good to remember that uh, basically if the UN or Mars just wanted to just murder all of our crew, like they could pretty quickly, but they don't. So I don't know. That's the one. I don't know. They do kind the of a bad job there. in the later chapters. Well, I guess they don't murder them. They could have murdered them. They could have. I don't think they didn't want to, though. You're right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. But Fair. So yeah. We learned there's there's definitely a Avastrala gives the order. Once they get in the firefight, which is the first fight, uh with I'm assuming Prax walking in on the pizza. Yeah, eaters, with the scientists, yeah. And um Avastrala's like, all right, fuck it, go get them. Don't let them do any don't let them kill any more people. Uh we're gonna apprehend them. And she also is trying to figure out who the hell uh Prax is. Not important. Because Prax is not important. But also, yeah. also very important. <laughs> also very important. <laughs> Agree. Agree. Not him. His daughter. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of important to like what goes how? on later. What are, you, are you saying how? Not really. It's his what? daughter. He like makes the whole foundation and then people get crazy. I don't know. Seems kind of important. Mm. It wouldn't be there without right. him. <laughs> But yeah, that's 18. Amazing. Setting up a lot of stuff. Honestly, this chapter sets up like a lot with the three different sections. We learn things. I feel like it would have been more freakier if we hadn't known that uh, Avasarla had to take him in. Although we probably could have guessed. So it's not. It would have. Yeah, you're right. No, it would have. Um, uh, it's uh, like if like if the next chapter came before 
this chapter. Right. I feel like it could that, have. That's that's normally how they would have done it, isn't it? Like, Is the was the chapter before this Holden though? I think they've been switching back between Holden and or at least Holden yeah, situation. Yeah, it was it was, it was Holden. It was Holden right. So before, they couldn't like so. do a double. I don't know. It's fine. Still, still's good. Yeah, but it gets like wild. Like I, I mean, we'll we'll say it here. Uh, chapter nineteen. Back to our good friend, Holdinho. Um. Famous soccer player. <laughs> Ron Holdinho. Uh, <laughs> Holden is, uh, he's, he's freaking out straight up about the Protomalco goal. Um, while everyone else is very calm. And Holden's like the only one who is like, and maybe rightfully so, who's like just, he's like having, it, it literally is like PTSD. Um, it's a panic from, attack. From he's Eros. having a panic attack. Yep. Uh, yep. And just going, he's calling Naomi and being like, you have to be ready to get out of here now. And like saying, like, we're all going to die. And like people, they're like tending to like the wounded soldiers because or the pink water people, because um, like, like half of them, well, some of them died and then others are like missing limbs uh, or at least got broken legs and shit. And Holden's like, we have no time for that. Leave them. <laughs> and it's like, wow, dude, you got like. <laughs> Uh, I think we have time to like pick this dude up and carry him with. But, but... what about this guy? Fuck that guy! Let's go. <laughs> we got. He is an, and it's like it's one of the rare instances in the show. Like Holden freaks out, but he doesn't like. Uh, this is like panic attack, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And this is it's not something you see from from Holden. I think honestly, like for the rest of the series, um, this, this is pretty big. It's clear that Eros has affected him big time, uh, but they. Uh, they eventually get moving, um, and on their way, they hear, uh, from Naomi, uh, her, her radio goes dark and they're like, oh shit, we gotta, we gotta get to the, uh, the Synapulus, Synapulus, Synomulus, one of those words. Synomulus. Synomulus. Um, fact. Some, yep. Yeah. I think it's probably right. So they're making their way through the hallways, um, the whole time holding literally freaking out and thinking race ideas are racing through his head about why this is happening and what is happening. Um, we'll unpack those ideas in a sec, but uh, they, they make it to the Somnomulus airlock with just some minor income. They have to like sneak past some guys um, or rather Amos like shoots at them and then they run, uh, which is it's a pretty good plan uh, and it hasn't failed them yet. And then uh, they get to the airlock and uh, they are met by military men, and it's very clear that these are not just like the Ganymede security people. These are like these are like the real deal soldiers. Um, and they try to fight back. Holden goes to goes to shoot them, but he has his legs blown out from under him. Falls over, loses his gun. Uh, Amos is still shooting, um, but then gets shot in the back of the head and falls to the ground. Um, the rest of the Pink Water men are also obtained. Uh, rather pretty easily actually, um, and then Holden blacks out after after getting hit, and uh, yeah, they are in a pickle, and like this is like crazy because like I thought Amos I thought Amos died here, <laughs> um, and Holden did too. Um, got nailed. He got he got nailed. Like he got shot in the back. I was like, did Amos just die like that? Like <laughs> that seems like rather. Uh, like we just got 
Game of Thrones tier. We did, yeah. That would have been great if this went in a Game of Thrones direction. I mean, yeah, but it's even less, uh, I don't know, at least the Game of Thrones spoiler here. But uh, Ned Stark dying, at least it was like a big a big thing. It wasn't just like, and then in this random skirmish, he, he died. Yeah, right, like, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, we talked about Holden, grade A. Grade A losing it um, from Eros, and, and maybe rightfully so, because he saw a lot of a lot of shit on Eros, of, of yeah. people being turned into weird goo monsters, and um, just yeah, lots of weird, lots of weird stuff. Um, and, and Amos kind of, we we get the start of it here, but like very quickly, Amos is like, "Hey, dude, like this is not the same as Eros. Need to chill a little bit." Uh, and Holden's just straight not having it. He's just freaking. He just can't can't deal, which is under again understandable. But uh, man, he's he is losing it big time. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's it's funny because I don't, I literally don't think this happens ever again in the series. At least to this, like he obviously gets um like upset and freaks out and stuff, but not like here. He's literally doing, I don't know, like really i just really he's going he's he's getting uh it's like fight or flight he's getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting it he's hitting it that's where he's he's, he's hitting it he's going um he sees this and it's like triggering that you know it's yeah. not like amos looking at this and being like oh that's bad but it's not like fight or flight bad and yeah. in, in in old and it's like all right i brain shut down uh you know and i guess to be fair on, yeah holden does do, like he does does do that <laughs> but not like uh uh-huh. Not in, I guess, this intense way. Like he'll, he'll like grasp to an idea and be like, "This is what we have to do," um, but he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't go flight or flight. And luckily, he has Naomi, Naomi, and uh, Alex to uh, to kind of set him straight here and not yeah. just leave and pink water people behind because they right. Because um, Amos is like, because Amos is right. He's just like, hey, no radiation rooms, no zombies puking, yeah, uh, goop everywhere. We just got a little bit of that box, some black threads, and a bunch of dead people. Yep. Yep. Um, and then, so yeah, Holden is thinking a lot in his head here <laughs> when he's when they're running through the corridors. You um, never want Holden thinking. Holden yeah, thinking is bad. Stop. Um, <laughs> one of the things, one of the things I thought was funny or interesting because we talked about uh, radiation in one of our Science Tuesdays, and they're like uh, on Ganymede. You're getting eight REMs burning off Jupiter every, like, every mm-hmm. day, which is actually mm-hmm. a lot. Because um, if you remember from our episode, you get 0. 0.62 REMs. Sure yeah, I'm sure everybody <laughs> studied. But you get 0. 0.62 REMs each year on Earth. Um, and eight REMs isn't, uh, is, I mean, there's no, like, safe amount of radiation, but uh, it's kind of why they built the, uh, the tunnels and the domes is to kind of block that radiation. But it's, uh, it's less radiation than. Did you say eight rems per year or day? no day? They are getting per day. Damn. Freaking so nailed. Like, and then so it's point six two per year. So it's like mm, a lot. It's thousands Jeez. of times more than you would get on Earth. Uh, That's a lot, yeah, which is not huge. ideal, but it's also not because uh, like people on the space station, um, the USS. Did uh, I don't? Is it's the USS right? No, International the Space I- ISS. ISS. <laughs> the USS. This close enough. They're they're de- they're getting bombarded, but also they're only staying there for like a hundred days. Uh, but 
yeah, it's uh, I don't, yeah, I feel like that's a that's one problem they haven't unless everybody's running around in very radiation resistant ships, but there's a lot of radiation in space as we discussed before. But I thought it was interesting that they actually mentioned the amount of rems um coming to Ganymede or making it to the surface. Uh, then Holden immediately grasps onto the fact he's like. Who has the proto-molecule? Well, I gave it to Fred that one time, so... And that was the only one I know about. Has to be Fred. <laughs> and so... Which is... It's a big jump. Uh, I mean, it's not a terrible big jump, but it's also, like... Fred really has not... I mean, I mean beside that time, he slaughtered the whole station. It has not... Uh, I don't know. It seems like Fred's a good guy. And... Uh, this is the weirdest... It doesn't make sense for him to do this. This doesn't make any sense, and I mean, every other character points out how much, how little sense this makes. Yeah. But yeah, this, I don't get it. I don't immediately. He, this is the class. This is the classic Holden thing, where he he does not think about, or his yeah, like you said earlier, his mind just latches on to an idea, and and that's it. It's over. Like he cannot. It's his way or the highway. He cannot like get himself to everything. Once once he latches onto that idea. Every single piece of evidence points towards that idea even more. I mean, this happens in real like you you start searching for I mean, it's like the constant problem of when you have an opinion and then you start like looking at stuff and then everything just reinforces that opinion. Yeah. But also like Holden just does it with stupid things and like you're right with I don't know that he makes himself and doesn't like. Yeah, just like I have to be right. There is zero your other way around it. It's Fred. Actually, right. That's the, that. That's the thing, right? Like, you could have the thought, like, "Oh, could this be Fred related?" and not be like one hundred percent, no other chance of anything else. Fred <laughs> did this. He's trying to murder everyone. That's He's like so a, immediately what his brain. Does. And it's wild how much he grafts onto it, and that he loses. Like later, the he loses Naomi because of it, basically. Yep. And he's still like, "Nope, I see no problem with this. this is <laughs> it's fine. still, it's still Fred." This is fine um yeah like and we yeah. Did the exact opposite of this reaction with avasarala right literally the chapter before we didn't really mention it but at one point she's like okay so holden is going to meet with the scientist guy I, who the hell is the scientist guy and <laughs> they're they found proto molecule or something or, or didn't they what did how did they so, the, i don't oh, think so they basically know about- yeah, yeah. Oh, so I forget that Avasarala just associates Holden with the OPA, which yep. he is associated with the OPA. Because I mean, he's working for him. So yeah. she's like, okay, so so the when they're going to do this thing, she's like, Holden's meeting with the scientists. They're going into this tunnel, into the tunnels. Where What's going on? She's like, okay, so OPA is doing something on Ganymede. That's from her perspective. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, weird. So uh, if if she knows that, she also knows that Fred has the only known protomolecule sample mm-hmm. at this time. And there's this monster that they know is likely protomolecule related. Yep. Or maybe they don't know that yet, but it seems like they know that. Um, and she's like, okay, so that seems all of these are weird. So maybe the OPA does know about something that's going on. Uh, and then, you know, that could be that could be what's going on. She's like, I can easily create a narrative out of this. But then she immediately is like, okay, so the problems with this theory are this and this and this. <laughs> it's yeah. like that's that that second bit. Holden doesn't have that. Yeah. He has no ability to do like, okay, let's pause. Let's think about the... He almost oh, ruins his the, life. Wrong in the- <laughs> he almost ruins his life. Like, it works out in the end, but he almost, like, 
<laughs> it like literally like destroys his whole life of um one Naomi, two having like a oh. solid stream of income and a friend in Fred, and like yeah, he just for this one thing of this this poor conclusion. Immediately, after I was like, okay, here are the problems. Uh, o- OPA has made no moves to do something with the protomolecule yet. Uh, Fred Johnson does not seem like a person that is going to do terrorist attacks because he never has before. Uh, or weird or weird experimental shit like this, basically. Um, yeah, they're... And also, they're like, Ganymede's, funny. like... Naomi, be I was going to no, wait no. to talk about that until... When they, when Naomi and him talk about that, but yeah, like that, right? Why would Fred fucking do this to Ganymede, which is extremely fucking important to the belt? It's yeah, extremely very important, important to the belt. It's um, yeah, and also like they're pseudo belters, kind of like they're not like the belter belters. <laughs> I right. feel like that's weird to say, but they're <laughs> they're not true belters. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> like because it is like partially, I Cancel. feel like controlled by the UN, but I guess the whole belt is um, right, but. Yeah, but it, it's it's it'd be like it it's a stupid idea to do. It'd be like if I don't know, it's it's a bad idea. Um, Holden Holden is dumb. I think we beaten that one into the ground. Uh, yeah, and then Amos died. We talked about that. Is he dead? <laughs> okay, no, okay, he's he didn't not. really die. He's, he got close. I thought he was dead when I first read this. Um, did you really? Yeah, I was literally like, wow, did they just kill Amos? Actually, I thought I like. So I, I, the first time I read these books, I listened to them, and I was like, did I, like, mishear that? Oh. Did, like, wait, really? did, like, oh, Amos, man. did that really happen? And I didn't, like, rewind or anything, because I was like, whatever, but, uh, um, yeah, and then, because uh, it was very, like I said, nonchalant, like, and then Amos got shot in the head and fell down, and then it's like, what? <laughs> that's, a, that's one way to kill a character. Um, yeah. But uh, in the show, he only gets shot in the arm, which is less cool. I'm uh, assuming that's because they didn't want to do, like in the book, his don't... face is like fucked up. They didn't want to do makeup. They yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And it also like this is when the stories start really diverging. I mean, it's still kind of the same story, but uh, yeah. start very different stuff starts happening. Um, also, Holden lets one of the doctors die. I forgot to say, like they like. Uh, He's like when? in the in the beginning. Um, I didn't mention this, but Holden's like, oh no, that's in the show. He gets super evil. He's like, he starts interrogating this doctor, and who's the doctor's like, please is there a help doctor me. In, is there a doctor in the room? And when um, when they're doing the uh, the whole firefight in the show, oh, in the show they like do the whole firefight, and at the end, there's like one doctor like, please just just help me, like bleeding out, and Holden's like. You help those children and just like lets them die, uh, which is just super evil. Um, I mean, it's like super Miller, which I guess they're they have less think, time. I don't even think Miller would do that. I mean, kind of. I mean, he shot the one dude who was in charge of the whole thing. So, like, from like his from Holden's standpoint, it's like you're experimenting on kids, you're evil, I'm gonna let you die. Um, but but we don't even have any proof. That's I mean, you saw the kid like, there, the kid and then you dead, saw yeah. the yeah. So you you can do it. And then also the the CGI in the first part is bad. You get the in in the show you get the first look at the monster, and it's just this weird thing running away. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. What? 
it was it was poorly done um it looks like um shit who's that guy from watchman it looks like <laughs> yeah. they, it, the, it looks like that guy yeah what is his name it looked really bad dr manhattan the big, big blue guy yeah dr manhattan yeah, yeah yeah it literally it it's like a re it's, it's literally like if you tried to do like a low budget recreation of dr manhattan it was so That's bad see him as. it was Very sad funny. um they had again the show was only sci-fi at that point so they had zero little money. budget and also people didn't watch it yeah little so, budget i uh, just the fact that they had cgi at all is nice sad yeah but uh it's chapter 19 hell we'll yeah fucking it up they're captured by the un um and uh we're gonna see what happens well they don't know it's the un but it's they get I mean, black we, bags. we can assume it's the un since avasarla said capture them and then <laughs> Bring them in alive, and, the, and then uh, now they're captured. So who who could it be? Probably the UN. And I, yeah, and then rereading this, I was like, man, how did how did they get out of this? Um, but they, of course, just with their superpowers. It's actually yeah. little, it was very plot, little plot armor. armor. Yeah, all powerful. It's kind of sad, armor. but it, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, let's. It's very. It's honestly kind of meta. But we'll get there. Yeah, sure, I love sure. that. <laughs> let him go. Are we really gonna let him go? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just seem to just beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> what a poor move. Uh, yeah, we can talk about that when that love happens. That. Two <laughs> chapters. Very, we'll see it. It's very funny. Tell um, us about Bobby. Bobby is back. I continually, I sometimes spell Bobby with a Y, which Bobby. is wrong, and then spell it. With I have an IE, a bad habit of spelling things with Ys with IES, and I don't know. I mean, I well, just have, have a, a bad spelling bad habit. habit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? That's like, how could I, how could I only do this misspelling? Like, no, <laughs> this is the only misspelling I do. Really I don't know why I do that. It, uh, but it's fine. The IE makes more sense to me in my brain. Uh, it shouldn't. Like, why do we have two ways to say the Y sound? That's it's amen. a it's I a waste. We could do our own. We could do a whole linguistics podcast. A history. We should of do that for the bonus one. I'm sure everyone would love it. It would be very interesting for everyone. So, Bobby is chilling, waiting for a meeting with Thorson. Thorson has called her into a quick meeting. Uh, he doesn't really apologize. He's like, hey, like, you did seriously fuck up, but, like, I probably overestimated your ability to act it's like natural a bad in these situations. <laughs> it's very funny. Like, I, I'm... I'm I did not understand the extent of your emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a coach saying to somebody were. like, yeah. yeah, my fault for playing you, I didn't realize you were. I didn't realize really how bad you yeah, were. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize how bad you were catching the ball. Wow. Uh, I shouldn't have played you at wide this receiver. This one's on me. This one's on me, guys. <laughs> You're honestly an embarrassment to the team, uh, but it's my fault, so let's move on, shall we? And that's that's literally how this meeting goes. And they talk a little bit. Bobby basically is like, hey, I, I just don't care. Why am I here? What am I doing? And then she just kind of walks out. Yep. And Martins is on the way. She sees Martins and Martins is like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, I'm I'm out, man. So yeah, she's kind of sad about this. And then she walks away. She goes to him where she calls Avasarala and she's like, hey, I accept. I'm in. I accept that job. Baby. It's like the... It reminds me of the gang movies, like Ocean Eleven. Like, fine, I'll do yeah. the heist. <laughs> it's best. I'm in. Son of a bitch, I I'm in. This is literally that. <laughs> Get in the damn house. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, 
the first Oceans movie. God, I love that movie so much. Um, and we get a very relatable next little bit. It's Bobby's first day on the job, and she's like super nervous and excited. Just very funny. She's like, ooh, this, there's so many, so many what possibilities. They don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how. It's gonna be so fun. I'm gonna be able to like do what I want to do. It's gonna be like a new direction in my it's, life. It's weird how first like your job is never what happens. you expect it to be either. Or like, yeah, I mean, I, it's always for me underwhelming, isn't it? I, I, yeah. Maybe it's not for some people, but for most people, you're like, once that initial, once the endorphins kind of end, it's like, oh yeah, okay, this is just what is my job. purpose? Just like all just, Microsoft yeah, Excel. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What is my, what is my purpose? You review expense reports. Oh God! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Welcome to God. the club. <laughs> so, um, we get a very Avastrala. I forgot I'm doing the summary still. So let's let me continue with the summary. Got um, Avastrala sends uh her all the official files she has on the Ganymede event and asks Bobby to review them, and uh, that's exciting. She's excited to do it. And we get a little bit of a Bobby and Soren chat uh, after this, and we get a we we kind of meet Soren for the first time officially because he doesn't really have he hasn't really been characterized at all before this. And we kind of fast forward to the night, and Bobby gets a call at four a.m. and it's Soren saying that Avastrala needs her and all of them in the office right now, and uh, it's urgent. So we get there, and once Bobby gets there, the the office is packed. Aaron Wright is there which is not good uh, for the situation at hand. Oh, no. And Eversola finally notices that she's there. She's like, hey, call your people. We are in a shooting war. And so Mars and the UN are shooting at each other over Ganymede. Big sad. Bad. Yeah, big it, sad. I thought Avasarla did so much, too. She thought she had it. She's like, I'm going to deflect these chips, these ships. She's getting... And, uh, and now played, and she doesn't know by who. <laughs> Not good. So this one, kind of a shorter summary. There is some good stuff going on per usual. Bobby is so fucked up at this point. She rightfully so just, too. Yeah, rightfully so. Just the way that they they talk about her, like processing information. She keeps like n- n- noticing. You know, she'll notice things like the one guy that. She's seen a couple times uh, that on on the ship that they came to Earth, the Earth on, who used to like acknowledge her, now just kind of like runs by her and doesn't notice her as much. And she's yeah. like, "Huh, I guess I'm just not important at all anymore." And she's it's just meaningless data. It says that she just keeps noticing meaningless data that goes by. So that's kind of depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then like that that information keeps flowing by her while she's like a rock and it's flowing by her like oh, water. No. She's like that's not good. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> really going through it and yeah and she also she like realizes like when she's first going to earth she's like okay we're gonna like get behind like what's the monster and we're gonna like try to stop it together that's like what's going on in her mind in uh when she's like going to these peace talks and then she realizes mm. like that's not what mm. this is about this is about earth and mars trying to fuck each other and yep. uh and it's depressing because the game because all her she... yeah She's like, all my game. friends died, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> right, everyone's just trying to like figure out how they can make the situation help yes. them. 
most, which is which is true, which is literally what happens it all the is, time in real life. I think it's surprising she trusts. Like Avasarla did a good job of like making her trust her or making her, but like I'm surprised she does because it seems like she would just have the jaded opinion of. Um, and Avasarla actually like says that she's like, if you just write off politicians, then you're uh, you're gonna like you're not gonna be able to do anything in life. Um, we'll have no friends here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what it's something about friends. It's like if you. If you don't make friends with those types, then you'll have no friends. <laughs> right. But I'm surprised she doesn't just write. Because it seemed like you'd be so jaded from seeing the Mars Earth talks that you'd be like, all right, all politicians are shit and I don't want to do anything with them. But And we the, get that uh, in later books, right? Like, we do get that. It's just, yeah, we don't get it yet. Yeah. True. But she uh, she trusts Avasarla, evidently. Or at least thinks Avasarla uh, is trying talk. to... Right. I think, think Avasarla made her realize... Or, it seems like Avasarla wants to also get to the bottom of this. And uh, which she does. It, and she does, yeah. And that she thinks uh, Avasarla, like, yeah, like actually wants to find the answers. And even if it's for Avasarla's own gain, at least, like, she's, like, looking for the right thing. She's trying to find out what the hell the monster was about and uh, why people are dying, which is better than just, I don't know, trying to. Yeah, and it's interesting. It isn't. I, I don't get the impression that for Avasarala that it is for her own gain. She's already like. Oh, it's definitely not. She's she's like past that point. She's like there. She's already made it. You know, like she's like at the most yeah, powerful. Yeah. I'm that just most saying people from... would ever aspire to be to. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that is. I wonder if like the level of her. Uh, like uh, the level of her current position, and Bobby's like, I wonder if it's. I wonder if it's apparent that it's like okay. This isn't like political maneuvering. Like this is someone that can actually get things done, and yeah. doesn't and I, really care to impress people. I, you know, I'm wondering if like that's the impression that Bobby gets from her, because that seems like why she would yes. accept. And I think this. it's good that also that Avasarla is so powerful that like I don't know. It's it's like if the like if the president of like another country like went and talked to you and was like. Dude, we gotta, we gotta, work we, we should work for this, and it's like yeah. that's like a big deal. Like, like if like a that really powerful weird. person came and talked to you and was like, "Yes," like it, it, it must be important then if like right that right. high of person would would recruit you like that. So mm. it's probably some of that too. But yeah, interesting. It's super interesting. So we, yeah, Bobby's. she says bye to Martins, and she's like. That little blurb is that like she feels like it's the last time that she'll see Martins, which means that it's the last it time is. she'll see Martins. So uh we say bye to Martins, goodbye. Uh good friend Martins, R.I.P. to him. Dude. He's not dead, but he's out of our story for a bit. Yeah. Um and <laughs> what do we get? We get we get so we the fun the funnest part of this chapter to me is that we just get a viewpoint of Avasarala working from a third person perspective, which is very funny and we get some of the honestly the funniest dialogue in this entire book in this chapter Dude, i don't understand um, her and soren's relationship i love it well you do understand it no but we just don't yet or we don't <laughs> well yet. i yeah it's still like crazy but, but i just i literally cry i literally just laugh out loud when i read this so some of her lines talking to soren so we basically get obviously was at her desk just looking at stuff and a the first part is that she's trying to find files that she asked soren to move and she's like, where the, Boomer. Where the fuck are these files, Soren? Yeah, so she's, just, like, she's old, which is very funny. Um, and 
she sends Bobby those files to read for Ganymede. And sort of like, I don't I don't think that she has access to read those. And Avastral's like, yes, I just cleared her. Bobby, you're cleared. Stop busting my balls, Soren. I'm out of tea. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh... amazing. And then just like two seconds later, Bobby's like, oh, uh, that was uncomfortable. Soren's <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. Uh, but I was wondering whether you should alert the security service about your decision. They usually like to be in the loop. Alvis probably goes, meow, meow, cry, meow, meow. That's all I, <laughs> I, I When I read that, I was like, what? <laughs> I laugh so hard every time I read this. When I it's first so listened cute. to that in the audiobook, I'm like, is that in the book? Is is that real? <laughs> and Soren's just, I love Soren's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so funny. And Bobby's just like, Bobby finally is just like, looks what back. What is going like, oh, on? What is happening right here? <laughs> and um, he, Bobby's like, he looks like he was humoring a demented grandmother. <laughs> Avastrala makes an impatient clicking. And then Avastrala goes, was I not clear? Have I lost the ability to speak? <laughs> so I was like, no, no, ma'am. And Bobby, can you understand me? Uh, yes, sir. Good. Bobby, read. Soren, T. And I, this is it's just so great. I just love it so much and then this is apparently um, one of her good days yeah and then they walk out and then we get the we get soren and bobby talking so it's really the first time that we actually see like soren and we learn immediately that soren's like yeah like she's like this all the time everything's an emergency so nothing is an emergency so uh he yeah. just like he, uh i was probably gives him a memory stick and she says can you give this to so-and-so by the end of the day and when he gets back to his desk she just kind of tosses it on his this memory stick on his desk and just like goes through his computer. And Bobby's like, oh, you know, I could like, I could like take that for you if you're busy. And he's like, oh no, it's fine. She, again, every single thing she asked me to do is an emergency. So I'll just get this to them when, when Although I Although this I is an ulterior to. motive, to be honest. It is, we, we learned a hundred percent that this is uh, something else entirely, but I can understand the, the rationale oh and how easy it is to explain it. Um, but it's very funny, and we just Soren is literally just like, yeah, this is what it's like. Get used to it. Uh, you know, I know how to do my job. <laughs> he says that his job is to make her. What does he say? He says specifically that uh, make her happy. And she's is it literally just make her happy? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's very funny. Fun. Fun. Or Soren. If everything's a top priority, nothing is. I mean, that's a real problem in, uh, to be honest, in management. Yeah. When they're like, we need this now. And then, no, like, no, five no, seconds no, later, no. we need this now. It's like, well, you have to give, like, you can't say we need everything now because, right. like, then everybody's going to be, like, numb to it and not do anything. Right. Uh, so, yeah. I see it. I see it happen. So that bit was great. Bobby being extremely confused about uh, what is happening. He's going to learn today. It was very, I just freaking love yeah. that interaction between those two. And meow, meow, cry, meow, meow. Yeah. They I don't do that as that much thing. in the show, which I wish they did. She's definitely less. She's still like uh coarse and like. And she could have been, they could have just had her say the exact line. That would have been book. funny. It been awesome. Been and funny. she would have been great at it. I forget the name of the actress, but she's awesome. She's so she is good. really good. I do like that. Actress. I, I don't even, that that literally is exactly how I picture her in the book. So, yeah, no, they, um, they did a good job. They did, they didn't make her a white person, which is 
Oh, thank God. Jesus um, but uh, that would have been bad. <laughs> would have been awful. Um, they like keep the city. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's like still wearing like the. <laughs> that would been. That would have been bad. Oh, and then the one last thing I wanted to point out: when she gets woken up at four a.m., they. <laughs> She's like trying to like wake up and like she's like hitting her face, you know. She like splashing water on her face or whatever. Yep. And she has a. This is how they describe in the book. As she stood surveying the room and trying to wake up, Bobby had a sudden moment of total clarity. Uh, here she was climbing out of bed after three hours of sleep to meet with one of the most powerful women in the solar system. All she cared about was that she hadn't gotten her quarters ship shape and that she really wanted to beat one of her coworkers to death. Um, oh, and she was a career marine who'd taken a job working with her government's current enemy. And it's like the abrupt and crystal clear vision of how far off the tracks her life seemed to have fallen lasted for a few seconds. And then the sleep deprivation turned like, wow, that's a lot. Going through that's, it. That's just life, baby. Showbiz, baby. Love to love to see it. So, yeah. Uh, also a great line from Avastar later. You're my liaison. Still fucking liaise. Great. It's fantastic. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. And. Man, I just want to point out in the show, people or Bobby's move to Avasarla is like a huge thing. Like she beats up Thorson and punches some other guards and then like escapes the Mars embassy and like gets asylum with Avasarla, which is way more intense than what happened here. Literally <laughs> but, uh, not at all what happened. But it's for it. It's it was fun. Like I would have punched him too. Um so yeah. Fun. I don't even how does she go back to Mars eventually later in these books then if she did that? Uh well, I don't know how it happens in the show, but in the books it's obviously they're still like she's well, still I mean, she's book, like a she Martian didn't... liaison, like No, I know, but like she didn't she didn't in the show she like you can't just beat up like an off like and a then, commanding officer and, and then, then get then off yeah. Defense, I don't know what happens in the show. And then go back to Mars. Like that's not how that works. In the book it's fine. Like she didn't defect or anything like that. She's just I'm not sure like, if she like does. You said, I guess she does. Like a diplomatic position. I don't know. I feel like after they're like, ah, ah, uh, remember when you, <laughs> remember when you committed did treason? Remember when you committed light treason? <laughs> light treason. I may have committed light. light treason. It's treason then. Wild. All right. Well, we can go back to Prax, Daddy. God. So, Prax. This isn't a bad chapter for him. Prax wakes up. Yeah, he's. I was going to say this set of chapters, Prax is in fine he's just chilling um but he wakes up hogtied everyone's hogtied uh and there's a doctor actually tending to the the white water people the white pink, i don't know why i said pink water people um and which is nice so it's obvious like these guys aren't necessarily evil and they didn't want to like kill anybody they're just they're they're surrounding them up they're capturing them um they did a pretty good job everyone's hogtied going it's going good and then they 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 start hearing klaxon klaxons waning, alerts sounding. Um, one of the officers gets a call. There's obviously some some shit going down. They're like, "All right, we got to get the people out of here. Cut their legs so we can move them." And it's it's uh it's a bad move. I don't know why. Who thought it would be a good idea to like give them any mobility, especially people who like. Like Amos put up a decent fight before they were captured, um. So just like give people who obviously know what they're doing in a fight more mobility, with less. I think there were less soldiers 
then like they outnumbered them. So it's just poor, poor planning on their part. Um, but they get their legs free, and then I I don't understand how this happens. But Holden just walks away. They start yelling at Holden, and while they're doing that, like Amos just like kicks one of them down, and then uh, through some more movie magic, uh, Naomi gets on top of one, and then gets a hold of one of the knives and starts cutting cutting free, and then eventually they get back to the the same position they were in, but opposite with <laughs> with the UN people hogtied and everyone uh, everyone else free. Um, which is hilarious. Heavens. It's it's still I have a hard time believing that people with their hands tied behind their back could overtake soldiers with guns. Um well that's I I but don't they don't the soldiers leave it's just like a medical person left, isn't it? Oh no, you're no, right. they're they still the, soldiers. They all like so they're not their own person. Yeah, to be true, right. not to be true. To be fair, not all of them are soldiers like you're saying, but they're still like two and I feel like two soldiers could take uh, people with hands behind their back. But, yeah, and even if you're in the if you're in the army and you're a medical person, you're still a trained, still gone through like. And you're still a whatever. person with your arms, like <laughs> like I don't care if you're not a soldier, you can still like. Or limbs is better than none. Yeah, true. It, have you ever really, like tried to fight somebody with your arms behind your back? It's not you can't. Hey, I haven't been in that many fights. I tell me, I don't know anything about fighting with no arms. <laughs> it's hard. I'm just uh, try to do anything with no arms. Literally anything. Name a thing. Brush try, your teeth. Try eat impossible you can eat with no arms drive it's not easy impossible drive oh drive oh right it's a thrive i was like that's like a little bit more esoteric than <laughs> like anything wow <laughs> live a fulfilling you life on your arms <laughs> can you <laughs> have a meaningful relationship try that yeah i was gonna get too real probably um, but that's okay <laughs> Weird, weird, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's funny, Holden's still going through the, the whole Protomago freak out after all, after being knocked out, waking up, um, and, and being like, ah, there's claxons waning, there's explosions happening, it's the protomolecule. it's finally yep. happening, guys, it and <laughs> we just found out about it. There's been no problems yet, but now it's spreading and everyone's freaking it's out about spre- it. Clearly. It's spreading all of a sudden, and there's yeah. it's just taking over the whole place. And then everyone, to their credit, me is like, "No, Holden, that is not what is happening." Uh, it actually looks like there's a war going up on up above, which we know is happening because Avasarla, um, because of the the Bobby and Avasarla chapters. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, the crew is in the middle of it. There's a full out war going on around them um but they're free from the un people which is good and uh they give the keys to the pink water people mm. uh which they're like uh it was interesting times let's never meet again <laughs> which is fair <laughs> they have not had fun and some of the pink water people did die but they did get a free ship which free is ship. pretty odd like i don't know how much a ship goes for but it seems like it'd be pretty expensive, especially in... It's like getting a free house. It's like getting a free house. More than that, because it's like getting a free house when everyone's house has been destroyed. Free house In your neighborhood. Like, it's like the only house left is yours. It's like getting a graphics card right now. It's like... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Yes. Here is your 1080. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, like, they're, they're probably... If they don't get the ship, they're probably going to die here. Or that's what oh. it sounds like. Yeah, similar um, to 1080. If I don't get one soon, I will probably <laughs> so, die. 
similar to a 30 series graphic if i don't see ray tracing now i <laughs> i'm gonna die yeah so that's that's how it goes uh but they they then have to make it to the landing pad which is uh no small task because um they know they know amos or sorry alex is is coming to get them um but uh they don't they don't know how or why or they do know how he's he's flying in but they they, they have why it's because he's their friend <laughs> so they do know how and why but they don't know where they lose they tell him to meet at the landing pad but they lose communication with him um because uh namely was routing through the synapulus and uh that's now um now gone uh but they uh they try to get through they try to get through the normal way it's blocked off because things have collapsed and there's a war going on so they then end up going through the outside which also seems dubious because uh, there's a war going on but they uh they eventually and they're like how are we gonna find them because like prax knows the way through like the tunnels but like on the outside it's a totally different story like you don't know it'd be like yeah it's just it's different than trying to make your way through i don't know i was trying to think of analogy but i can't it's like a cave system like you know the cave system you don't know the top like so but then they see alex like landing and everything's fine well for now everything is fine yeah they get they do they find a hatch prax finds like an escape hatch that works yeah and they get on top of that's my answer, right but man. then once they're outside they're like i don't know where the fuck we are yeah right and then right. they see amos or alex landing they're like that's gotta be it uh and oh, yeah. make their way over there so good for them more, more a lot of movie magic it's all chapter. it's all it there is a lot of lucky movie magic going on but you have to have some of that or it's not a movie nice. what is sure. what what are you gonna do what are you gonna do uh holden yeah still freaking out about the protomolecule just He's like a crazy person at this point. Um, I guess he's always a crazy person in that it he's I'm trying to think he's like paranoid. He's like, ah, something bad happened. It's the proto molecule, <laughs> which I don't know. It kind of, we we see it come to fruition fruition later, but uh, still going through it with the proto molecule thing. Luckily, he has smart. If if Holden doesn't have Naomi and Alex, I mean, I guess in most situations he's. He's absolutely rude. So literally, what are they? So they get in the fight. Yes. They don't hear any. They hear detonations. They hear they hear explosions. Yes. Holden says the proto molecules breaking out. The infection <laughs> is taking hold. Like, bro, what are you talking about? Amos is like. I don't think that that is happening. And Amos is like dying, so he, his nose is fucked, so he can't like talk correctly. But it was like, yeah, that correct. is not correct, dude. Wrong. Like, <laughs> so, and then uh, there's like the, the clacks and sounds. There's more like massive explosions. And then he's like, and then Holden's like, again later, he's like, or maybe they're bombarding the station. And like, so Holden like can't. He's like isn't he doesn't understand anything that is happening right no. now. And it's, it's wild. It's bad. Not good. Later though, they do talk about Naomi's like nukes, Holden's like Goss rounds, and they're trying to like figure out like so at least like, he like realizes that there's fighting happening. Yeah. Um they say either way they're screwed if they if they get hit. 
right? They talk about how if the pressure, what do they talk about? Like there are these corridors, and if a nuke breaks the one of these anywhere along these corridors or in in the domes or whatever, then they're fucked because they're gonna have superheated steam come through. They're just gonna melt. Yeah, and they're gonna die. So they're so it's a they're trying to get out. Various situation. Uh, yes, they uh-huh. need to get out of there. And yeah. uh, I think during the time, Prax is like Prax is also just like a weird engineer dude. You're just like, man, I wonder how far those gauss oracles go down into the planet. Like, do they make it to the core? He's like thinking this as they're running through the, uh, <laughs> the, the station about to die, uh, which is is great. And he also reflects on, he's like, man, I may never come back here. <laughs> yes. One day will be the last time you walk through. <laughs> <laughs> Good rule of thumb in these books. If a character goes, this may be the last time I see this, or this may be the last time I do this, it is... It it's actually not that though. They do that. He comes back. Does he? Yeah. Oh, that must be way later. It's uh, it's in later books. I okay. I was gonna say one. I don't. Th- I didn't even know he was I'm, back in later books. I'm pretty books sure it's scenes. on Ganymede. I'm almost positive he's back on Ganymede. Um, but uh, it's very different. And he's man. He's he has it going on later. Like maybe I just ruined it. But uh, he's he's a king. He becomes a good king of Ganymede. It turns out very very well for him he's uh he loves his his life is way better than it was before well wow i mean depending on a certain point of view but uh yeah max is doing it picturing prax is like the drug kingpin of reconstructed ganymede and he's like owns everyone also like along with like the fact that he's thinking about like how far would these rounds go into the earth or the, the ganymede he's uh He's also, like, not as worried about the situation because he's, like, uh, my biggest priority still May, so, like, this is just, like, background stuff this going on. Fine. He's, like, no, no I still worries. just gotta find... Oh, and specifically because May isn't there. He's, like, well, May isn't here, so, like, who cares? <laughs> like, that's all that matters. Uh, May just left, so we're good. Yeah, so so this is fine. This is mm-hmm. all good. He's who needs me? I mean, literally the I dog burning in the house meme. Uh, but But also he just means it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whereas you would assume the dog is panicked. See, the dog kind of has like a panic look. Maybe not. Maybe maybe that's just me. But he's literally like, yeah, this actually isn't a problem. Like, and, and I'm 100% serious about that. Yeah. But yeah. And then, yeah, they get the, oh, we popped out and look it. There's the Rosie right there. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Good for that. Good, Good for, for them. them. I mean, I and they also talk it. about how spacesuits are just, uh, they found the emergency suits. They're, they're apparently everywhere. They're, they're like they just leave them lying around because they're worthless. And I was like, is that of, true? I probably not. But also, I mean, it would make sense that on a space station you have emergency yeah. suits fucking everywhere. That's true. Um, that is true. And they're probably just they probably are like, I don't know. I it's also like, like the belter any... thing of like you don't fuck with um like life support right. stuff or like right yeah, yeah. emergency stuff because you. You're gonna need that. <laughs> so everyone, everyone it's like knows. a big rule in the Belter community. Like, don't, don't yeah. fuck with the the water or the air. Like, I'm assuming that, like, on these stations, every like every different zone that you can cut off from another, right? Which I'm assuming is basically every hallway and room. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming almost all of those probably have emergency suits in them, right? Like, yeah, they case. they said they found them really easily, so. Yeah, I assume like everywhere has them. Assumption like if you can 
if, if I were to build a space off station. an area, because you're going to have a lot of different spots. Because if you have a leak somewhere or some sort of thing happening, you're going to want to try and block that area off as fast. Yeah, as assumingly possible. it's all modular and like yeah, right put together. So they right. can just like fishing. It does make sense that there's probably like freaking thousands of or or suits. more of these emergency suits all over the place. Suits. Plus, just suits that people own uh, or have. Yeah, presumably you give your own suit. Like so, people so that, fucking that actually does. I think that makes sense. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Wow, thank you. What is? Uh, yeah. Then we go to Holden. We go from Prax to Holden, so we basically just continue on with our adventures here. Uh, this chapter, we have the crew. The crew uh, heads over to the Rosie. They're they're hooting. They're hollering. They're having a good time. Uh, they say hi to Alex. Alex is back. He's in full. Martian battle armor, which is dope. I wish we could see it. And they get Prax ready for the ride. They're like, Prax, uh, if you're gonna you have a bad have time. Lived on Ganymede, this is gonna be extremely shitty for you. And but also they're like, you have a room now. And Prax is like, uh, what? I have a room? Oh my god. And this is like Dobby getting close. It's so funny. They they we'll talk about this in a little bit. So um, and then they they get ready. They push off from. Or they launch off from Ganymede and immediately like every ship around them sends like one missile at them because they're like, oh, we got a new ship. Send a missile. And they're like, well, shit. OK, so Alex's plan is to do some maneuvering and get behind Callisto, which is another moon of Jupiter that is close by. And they're just going to try and get on the other side of it away from the fighting. Um, I, I guess that's a plan. I don't see anything wrong with it, I guess. I'm not sure how. I'm not sure how this stuff works, but they get over there pretty quick. Naomi's doing some jamming. Uh, Amos is doing some shooting of these missiles. <laughs> they get around the the moon and they clean up the last of the missiles following them. And no one really pursues them because there's just a big old fight happening. And uh, the Martian and the UN ships are fighting those other fighting themselves. So Holden is like, hell yeah, we did it. Let's go to Tycho. Like, oh boy. Uh, and then we flash forward slightly. Holden and Naomi have just finished a, a nice bone session. Uh, Naomi says they need to talk. Oh no. Big vibe killer. Big vibe killer. <laughs> and Naomi like, hey, uh, you keep accusing Fred of spreading the proto-molecule on Ganymede. Like, you, that, you, that's got to stop. Like, you can't, you can't do this. It makes no sense. We, gotta, we, we can try and figure out what's going on. Holden's like, ah, uh, it's Fred. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. There's, there's no doubt in my mind it's Fred. It must be Fred. He has the proto molecule. I gave him the proto molecule, and now he's experimenting on children and he's trying to murder Ganymede. And then he's like, hey, Fred wouldn't do this. He, why would he murder Ganymede? Why would, he, why would he kill millions of people? He wouldn't experiment on children. Why, what makes you think that he would experiment on children in some way? Uh, I, like I just why why are you doing this? Why are you thinking this? Um, and then Naomi kind of continues, and she's like, "Hey, like I, like you, this didn't used to be you. Like I, I understand that we had like a shitty job working for Fred for a year, but and I could kind of like see that I could see the old Holden underneath that, uh, the the shitty job exterior, and that was fine." But now, like, I, you're just gonna, we're just gonna run to Tycho Station. You're gonna freak out, and I do who God knows what, and I, I don't 
I don't like that. And I don't want to do that. And so I'm, you got to drop me off. I would like to leave. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> she tweeted, she subtweeted, I don't want to be here. Classic uh, Eric Bledsoe. But um, <laughs> that's, that's the, that's our summary. Naomi's like, yo, I'm, I'm out. This is dumb as hell. Out of here. And I fucking agree. Fucking agree, Naomi. It is dumb as hell. So honestly, kind of like a short, kind of like a short chapter. Not a whole lot going on. I mean, again, the fighting. Whenever there's action, the summaries are very short. Yeah. Honestly, do you have anything you want to talk about with those action scenes? I don't really have much besides like Alex. You see the. Yeah, Alex is back. You see the crew like working together, and you're reminded like this is a solid team. Like these guys. Yeah, they know how to do this. Yep. They're uh, they're good at this shit. And uh, they know how to fight. They've been in a lot of space combat at this point. Yeah, and they're operating the ship at a a low crew. Like the ship is designed for like I think they said like sixteen people or something. Yeah. Um, and they're doing it with four. Uh, so good stuff. Yeah, and then right. we uh, like you said, see Prax get offered uh his own room, and he starts crying. Yeah. They Powerful really stuff. love to focus on that feeling and the idea of like having your own space mm-hmm. or like or like belonging to a space which is interesting like they do it with miller like he is like dying they even do it with the crew themselves how they like finally like have a place that is their own um so that must be like i, I, I it's interesting that they focus on that a lot i, I think that maybe living in maybe maybe living within stations and domes and tunnels i don't know Secret if that tunnels. has something to do yeah. i don't know if that has like they're trying to like be like hey like it's hard to feel like you belong to a certain area or maybe i don't i don't really know i don't know if it has something to do with not being able to go outside honestly that's what i'm trying to feel that's yeah. what it seems like it must be um because obviously these people had like rooms and stuff or it could just be situations like if you like for obviously prax he hasn't been on uh, or he has not had a good life for the past few months or past month. I can't remember yeah. exactly how long it's been. So it could just be that too. But we get that. It's kind of a recurring theme in these books is that like, man, is it nice to have a place where you feel like you're Race safe and you, yeah, and you have your own space to chill a bit. Yeah. We get that again here. And Holden's also, I mean, just, I mean, Holden's fucking, and they're all just fucking glad to be back too. They're very, yeah. Games back together. Finally, um, Alex is back with his battle armor. We missed our our pilot. Um, it is interesting that they just straight up left him out of like the first half of this book almost. Um, it, in this show, they show him like getting drunk and just like yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like chilling still there behind the moon. <laughs> it's funny. And also, since the the way that the show is set up, he still is in the beginning of the show because it's the end of book one still. Right? Um, what do you mean? So season two of the show is still the end of book one. Yeah. No. But I'm I'm just saying during this time in the show. Like No, this no, I know. The... But like so he's not out of what I'm saying. So season two of the show, he's still in the show in the beginning. It's not like he's like out of the first half of the show. He's still yeah. in it for a while. He's only gone for like one episode. He's not even gone. He's not like, gone. That's what I'm saying. They show yeah. him like uh right. he's right. like barely gone because he starts he starts coming back early. Um because yeah. he hears about fighting and then yeah and they actually land and holden and alex chase the goo monster together um and yeah fun things happen and the gang actually splits up there yeah 
very funny. Definitely. So, yeah, and obviously later in the books we get a whole, we get lots of gangs splitting up. Um, Split up. Yeah, yeah, the show is different because you have stars. Stars. Do that. Fair. And no. we say goodbye to Ganymede. For now. Been real. It's been fun. Lost, but not forgotten. But it hasn't been real fun. Um, and yeah, Alex is doing his thing. He's flying through the ships. He's flying through an active military engagement, not getting shot down. It's pretty cool. Uh, Holden's still fucking. And Holden not right. uh, no, stands we, his ground. We just got to talk about this. Loses his. They, they, they're post coitus discussion. Yeah. Do you like, uh, do you like that description of it? It's accurate. Uh, <laughs> certainly accurate. Thanks. They, Naomi, it, <laughs> so Holden says, we need to talk. And, or Naomi says, we need to talk. And Holden, he says, what did I do? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Hold in. Damn it. Or damn it, hold in. Poor stuff. And Naomi says, we cannot go to Tycho and accuse Fred of just murder, trying to just do murder of millions of people, or trying to spread protomolecule stuff when we have zero clue that he did it. He, you know, Fred has like taken us in. He gave us jobs. We, we, we would probably be in a bad situation if he didn't do that for us. And like, we can't just like, <laughs> we can't just go do. We can just go fuck all that up for nothing. Yeah, and, and that's right, and that's correct. But Holden's like, I, Holden. What we learn here is that Holden feels. Uh, that because he again because the idea that he's latched onto is that this is Fred's fault, or that Fred is doing this, and that he gave the proto molecule to Fred, that it is his, that it is his fault as well. Which yeah. I understand that logic, but the whole the, again still the whole premise is one hundred percent just not. We don't know. We don't know. It could be true, but it's based on not reality. It's not based on reality. So because that's the idea he's latched onto, he. Feels like a he's been betrayed again when he when he probably hasn't or we don't know that he has been and he feels anakin like right it's now. his he is straight up anakin right now uh and naomi you know naomi is like what so what fred has been doing experiments on kidnapped children he's been you know trying to kill a whole moon does that make any yes. sense to you does that sound like fred johnson and then holden the OPA wants Ganymede even more than either inner planet does. Uh, and they wouldn't give it to him. And Naomi's like, dude, what? You're mental. You're losing it. And yeah, and he is. So Holden's just literally going crazy. Going full conspiracy. He's going full Alex Jones on this. And yeah. uh, from his point of view, Fred is evil. Yep. And Naomi's like, yeah. All right. Um, okay. This is what I was afraid of. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Like, I, I can't. For that reason, fun. I'm out. You're going down reason, a path I, I cannot follow. Yeah, this is big. Wow. This is literally. He's tearing. Is, you're tearing your heart apart. Directly inspired by Anakin and Padme, one of the yes. most timeless love stories. Sad. 
And then Let's Naomi see. doesn't Let's die see. of a broken heart, though. Thank God. Oh, thank fuck. Thank you. He doesn't have twins. Also, yeah. also good. Ooh. Wow. Uh, oh. Or, 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 unless, unless, <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Say? So we're gonna see some shit go down once they hit Tycho. Oh. Um. In the relationship of Holden, Fred, and mm. everyone, so. That'll be fun. It'll be good. It'll be fun to see Holden just ruin his life. It'll be great. I'm ready. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. Do we we get the final Avasarla chapter? The good one. The great I one. I mean, the final one for the section, not the final one for Ever. the book. To be he clear. dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's in. <laughs> One day you'll read your last Avasarla chapter. Oh, that's I'm wow. Tears <laughs> flowing down my face. It might happen. Uh, Avasarla is in her office, um, and she's uh, she's discussing the war in Ganymede with uh, with um, who's she discussing it with? Thorn. Thorn. And uh, she's like, I want to know how Admiral Nguyen got all those ships. When I was like doing my darndest to, to uh to like make sure they were going off course to other places. Um right. and Soren's basically like, well he's an admiral. Um I, he has a bunch of ships. I don't I don't know what you want me to do. Uh well she's just like fi- figure out where they all came from and get back to me. And uh Soren is like, Yes, sir. And then we we uh She's also yelling at Bobby, which is great because she wants to know like what's going on with the Martians, um, and more specifically like how they're responding to it because she knows because Bobby first is is like, hey they they're just gonna say they're putting out a press release that says Mar Earth shot first we had to respond, um, but she wants to know the details like um, what's the wording what what. What are they discussing as far as like when to put it out? What are they like? We need to know the thought process behind this so we can, I guess, like die dissect what they are, what they are thinking, and their actual, uh, I guess, motives and and thoughts behind the words, and not just uh, the words themselves. So, uh, which Bobby, not being in the political game, doesn't realize there's there's a difference between um, what was the uh, the specific example, example she uses difference between the UN has been negotiating in bad faith and the UN was negotiating in yes. bad faith is, is something that Avastrala would be like, hey, this would be a good detail to know. And yeah. Obviously something that Bobby doesn't give a fuck about in any way yep. or is trained in any way to give a fuck about. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, so she yells at Bobby to get that and then moves on. Uh, then she's notified of a new report and she's like, oh, what is it this time? And, uh, oh, it's a report on Venus, not Ganymede. The plot is thickening. Um, so she goes to Michael John Smart, who, who Michael John, who's a smart, awkward dude, who she <laughs> apparently only visits every once in a while when she needs something technical explained, um, which is fair. I feel like you need one of those if you're a, you're a politician. Uh, the only reason why I hang out with 
talk to you every once in a while. There. And, and then, uh, so she shows, uh, Michael shows her a video of uh, a UN ship over, um, sorry, I put Ganymede here, but over Venus, and a wave comes off Venus, disassembles this ship, it it's it like comes apart to all its like bare pieces, um, and then is like starting to put it together weird. So it's basically doing what it did to humans, but to the ship, um, and and everyone is freaking out, rightfully so, because apparently the humans like it didn't do anything to the humans. It just like disassembled the ship, and then all the humans like basically died because they were just kind of floating in space, yeah. um. And, uh, yeah, so that was weird and uh, not great. And we see a rare moment here of Avasarla, like, freaking out and uh, being like, I don't know what the what the hell is going on here, and I have no way to control this. Um, and, again, rightfully so. Uh, but we don't, we don't see this very often, because, like we saw before, when, when she, she finds a problem, she's like, oh, all these ships are going to Ganymede. I can take steps to stop this. But with this, it's like there's this super alien force just apparently taking apart ships and doing weird shit, and we have no idea how to stop it. And it's it's freaking her out. Uh and she she has a short call with Arjun um to kinda like round herself a little bit. They they share a a small moment, she cries. Um, but then she gets, uh, right back doing to what she does best and trying to figure out what's going on and, and solve the problems. And she, she gives a little thought experiment that's thinly veiled to Bobby of like, <laughs> say there was a big baddie out there and you were trying to fight <laughs> and why would you attack the other person instead of the big baddie? And he's like, is this, is this about Venus? <laughs> like, yes. Um, but what they conclude is what Bobby says is, well, the only way I'm going to win against you is if I kill you first and then fight the baddie. Because um, if we fight the baddie, then I will be compromised and then I will surely lose um, if we defeat the baddie, which is a big if. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting interesting thought experiment. Because um, I feel like this, I don't know, this kind of situation comes up a lot of like, what if, uh, like, I mean, almost this is actually, what if, like, aliens came to Earth? Would humans be able to put to put aside their <laughs> their differences and uh, fight them? And I feel like they, I feel like what would happen, what happens in the book would happen still. Um, people think- still trying to gain power, even though there's a potential society-ending threat there. Um, just kind of sad. Pretty sad, wow. actually. Really make really really makes you think. Um so yeah. yeah. This is great stuff. I love all of this. Anyway. I, I I do too. So yeah, first of all, Avasarla is big upset with herself for letting Nguyen get away with blowing up sh- the ships. Like I guess kinda like oh she's blaming herself for for She's mad that letting she this happen. That she didn't that see it coming. She wasn't aware that this was happening. Right. Which is understandable. But she didn't want it to happen, and it's she also just freaking like nuts that this general is so like trigger happy that he's Ready literally starting a war over Ganymede, which I guess is like the big plan of uh, 
Like it's not. Uh, I don't know. He's kind of like a pawn. Yeah, we, yeah, he is, but we don't. And she, and she knows that now. Yeah. Right. She. She. Where is that? She'd made a mistake. Moon was a warhawk, the kind of adolescent boy who still thought any problem could be solved by shooting at it enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Blah 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 blah. Uh. And he'd had her pulled from the Martian negotiations. So again, she. So which meant that he hadn't done any of it. So she's like, this is she's like, this is what has happened. Nguyen has started this war, pulled him from, pulled her from the Martian negotiations, blah blah blah. Like did all these really like, yeah, smart political savvy moves. And and because of that, she's immediately like, okay, he hasn't done any of that. He like he's not smart enough or powerful enough to do that. Yeah. So he either has someone more powerful than him doing this, or he has some sort of group that he's uh, some sort of political alliance that he's a part of that is that is doing this. So. That is what she now has 100% confirmed yep. uh, to herself because he by himself could not have done this and hid this from her because she's too smart for that. So, yeah. And she's like, fuck, this sucks. I'm in the dark. There's something, there's a very large thing going on around me and someone or something or some ones against me and I don't know what the it call is. call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, that's uh, that's what she wants to figure out, and I do love like find out how we got those ships. Do before you go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> where they replacement ships came from? Who ordered them? How are they yep. justified? And then Soren's like, "Would you she also like a like pony?" A pony? <laughs> and then we get a good little thing. She's like, "You're fucking right, I would." And then she's like, "You do good work. Someday you might get a real job." <laughs> yeah, that love is it. that is great. Love it. And then so she, man, an interesting note here. Avasarla, she's like. Man, Bobby looks pretty good when she just rolls out of bed in the middle of the night, which I thought was funny. Not in like a, not in a sexy way. No, not... no, no, no. Just like a wow. Damn, she's like, yeah, Bobby. <laughs> that does sound, yeah, like it's in a sexual manner. But it's no, it's just more like a like, wow, she can roll out of the middle of the night and look good. She, she like just how to, she carries herself. Like, literally, just like worn out, haggard looking people yeah. rolling out of bed at night because. They're politicians and they don't really need a lot of physical fitness. But when you have a Martian roll out of bed that is needs to be ready to do those things for and military situations, it's, and it's interesting. Tough, it's she's gonna be able. She's gonna look different than everyone else running around. Yeah, it's interesting. She notes that I should note that for later and use that later, which to me means she does. But I can't right now think of when she does that. Maybe oh, well, when I mean, we go you know. through it later. When does she use in the middle of the night? Oh, do oh, I know? I, I think that, well, no, no, no. I think that she just notes like, oh, this is, I think this is where she's like, oh yeah, this is a Martian Marine or this is like a Marine. Uh, like, I think that's, me, I think to me, that's what I got. To me, it was like, wow, she looks good. I will use that later. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right. That is just more like, I, she's ready to I go whenever. Yes. Uh, I, I wasn't, I didn't think about this in, in like looks. For, I thought it was, I, I thought that, it was looks. I thought it was like, wow, she's going to make her do a press release or something. That's funny. No, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Same. But, uh, I got out of this like, oh, okay. If I need, if we get in a fight in the middle of the night, Bobby's going to be like fucking where like <laughs> point me to the skulls. I will break them. Like that yeah. is what she is ready. Also to do. during this, Bobby Bobby tries to resign. <laughs> she hands Avasarla. She's like, "All right, I gotta give you this." And Avasarla is like, "No, you're not. You're not fucking doing that." What? <laughs> and she's like, like, what the, like, "What the fuck? What are you doing? Like, yeah. fuck off, Bobby. What's going on?" And she's like, "Bobby's like, well, I'm a Martian, and we're at war now. 
Do I need to leave? And I just Bobby's like childlike walkthrough <laughs> of this is just so fun. I just love it so much. So... And Amstrad, I it's Amstrad is just like I I can't believe I can't believe what I'm dealing with right now. She's yeah. Like she, she's like, do you want to kill me? Bobby's like, uh, <laughs> like I am one of the most powerful people in the UN. We're at war. So do you want to kill me? Bobby goes, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then she's like, you know, I could kill you, yeah, and, <laughs> and it'd be she, a yeah, really good idea for a Mars. I'm sure like, she's like, oh, okay. I, I won't like bring that, that up again. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good. important to remember that, yeah, Bobby is like this big, big, big girl, and not like, <laughs> like she's like Amos, but uh, even bigger than Amos, I think. And she's just, yeah, she's a buff, taller, buff girl. Probably um, not buffer than Amos, but definitely taller. Taller. Like, well, it's it's like. She's like apparently over. Didn't it say she was like a hundred kilos? In uh, when we first in like I'm pretty that's sure she's big. Like, and it said like, like mostly muscle. That's two hundred and twenty pounds over six feet. I mean, she's that's decently over six pounds. Yeah, she's easy, she's she? over six foot. I don't know if it said, but it said like she's tall. She like towers over people and is hundred kilos of mostly muscle. So I'm gonna, that's I'm gonna uh, Google this. And that's I'm a lot, even. I mean that's like almost unrealistic to be to be honest. It's like two meters. This, this sci-fi book is so no, but two meters is six foot six, right? Uh, it's six six. Yeah, that's unreal. That's a big girl. Big girl. Six six two twenty, and in this corner, at six six two twenty, straight up scary person. Yeah, she would just. She's like a literally a WNBA player. Even more intense. Powerful. She's like the rock, but a female. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically. But yeah. Pretty pretty cool. Pretty scary. Uh Navasarlo learns <laughs> her lesson there not to it's like okay, don't attempt Bobby kill me ever Write again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Uh yeah. Good. Good stuff. And then um, we get to this Arbogast bit. Uh Arbogast which is good. Again, we have like great I just Avasarala dealing with people is just my favorite shit. Especially this, this Michael, weird dude. This Michael guy. What is he fucking? Oh my god! What does he fucking say? Who? She's like, who would crying. do this? And then Avasarala's like, or yeah, Avasarala asks, who would do this? Or like, what does this? And the grad students just like, oh well. Or the this guy's like, oh my grad students do this. <laughs> it's like, what a response! Like you just saw a yes. ship get destroyed. <laughs> And she's clearly like, uh, this is like a rhetorical, like, uh, just like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened, like, statement. And the guy's just like answering it, like, <laughs> like a, I don't know, a question that like needs answering. Like, like oh, I know oh this. Oh, yeah. And then there's um, what is? He's like, who? I was, I was like, who's seen this? And the guy's like, this or like a version of this. And he's like, we're the only one with both high def feeds, but at the Venus, everyone who was looking saw yeah. it. So, like, we know immediately that, so we do know immediately, like, that everyone has seen, like, this is probably all over the news, because this oh, is, like, yeah, this is wild, all over their Twitter. Wild thing. This is, uh, this is, ever, this is top, top of Reddit right now. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. People are. And then we get my fucking, another just fantastic bit of Estrella and Michael John uh, are talking. Can you send this version to Admiral Souther? And then oh, no. Michael. Oh, no. It's not cleared for release. <laughs> and then he's like, are you clearing it for release? He's like, I am clearing it for release to Admiral Souther. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, God. 
Like, I just love it so much. What a weird so thing. Much. People, yeah, I see this a lot too, honestly, in my, like, I'm sure people like following, company, yeah. following right. rules to a point that doesn't make sense. Or like, or like the fact, yeah, like following literally protocol, the second, like, yeah, yeah, the second most powerful person just like, okay, told you to like, that like i think it's fine of course it is cleared yeah like <laughs> yeah. that like what more do you need what more what clear yeah like we don't gotta like, well, sign I need, off i need the sentence you gotta tell me that you're clearing like it. this is like, like an oh important thing like an emergency thing we don't need to this like this guy has no sense of like oh maybe hmm is this dangerous to me he's got like no yeah or like i don't know it's very funny where Avasala like loses it and she's like well i just looked at the face of god and you're all gonna <laughs> die and this guy's like wow isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah. Very funny. And then another interesting conclusion here. She, I think when she's talking about how the grad, or Michael John's talking about how grad students take it apart, she's like, oh, the, what they kind of think here is the protomolecule has already like taken apart humans and um, put them together and has learned about humans. And it's now like doing it to other things like ships and stuff yes. of like, yep. uh, let me take this apart, figure out how it works. And not not put it back together because they they zoom in like they're able to zoom in and why they can see like screw like the same thing that's happening to the big pieces of the ship like the yeah. hulls and like the big piece of metal is also happening all the way down to like screws and 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 um washers and other yep. little things they're like damn this thing like just straight up picked this apart in every way it took it down to every single little piece and Except it's just kind the of floating there like a schematic diagram and then after a minute it like the, it releases and then everything just starts floating Yep. Uh, in in and you know in without any including gravity. the so, humans, yeah, including the humans, which it takes the suits dead. apart, but it doesn't take the humans apart. So they're just like they just died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, bad might might have interpreted the humans as a logical unit, or might already know all it needs to about human anatomy. Right, both probably true. Yeah, I mean they had a, whatever millions of them on uh, arrows. Yep. So. Yeah, and then she just loses it, which I would too. I'd be like, well, we're all going to die. So, yeah, that's it. It's a, yeah, like I say, it's normally, it's a, a moment she can't, like, control. Like, normally there's like, ah, if this happens, we do this, this, and this, and I can fix this. But it's like, how do I fix an alien thing, like, taking apart ships? <laughs> like, we have right. no way to, we have no way to do this. And we also learn here that, uh, I think this is the first part that mentioned her son died. Um, oh, is it? You're right. Uh, uh, this maybe not. Didn't they mention it before? Maybe, but she, yeah, she mentions like she's only felt this way before when they, they were lot. in an earthquake, yeah. and then also when her son died, because it's like yes. moment she's yeah. like, I am powerless here, um, yep. which is totally fair and makes sense. She is human, and you get to, yeah, I guess you get to see that she is a a human being and not just like a, I don't know, a monster. Yeah. Not not in a bad way, but just, just like a yeah, just like working, a machine that's like, like a calculating yeah. machine, right? Yeah, which she is a lot of the time. But um, and then we get our the last little section here. I also just love again most conversations with Avasarala. I love, but I'm just when she sets up the metaphor for the situation they're in, and Bobby immediately is just like, "We're talking about Venus, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that bit. Yeah, so much. Um, and then they're right. They're trying to figure out. We basically, we I, that, that's kind of the one, the one slight criticism I have of this book is that the conflict is basically the. It's almost well, no, I guess it isn't. 
No, it's <laughs> not. I think I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I think I'm jumping ahead to the next books. I think that we we get this we this series we kind of get this conflict over and over, right? That oh, we have Proto Molecule, but also everyone's fighting each other, and that's kind of like that's kind of every conflict. So it's not actually <laughs> the first time that that's happened, but. I mean, it kind of this is like the first time we're getting into it, but that kind of keeps going on, um, which is understandable. But. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, I, after a while, I'm just like, yeah, all right. We have done this before. Yes. Hopefully it ends well again. It ends tonight. Or not. Uh, but yeah, so we just kind of they're trying to figure out, OK, why would this be happening? Like, well, both sides are trying to make sure that once the Venus thing is both over, sides. they are the last one standing. True. That's that is what's happening. Gotta do it. And cool. everyone will die. Cool. Probably. Those are the those are the chapters. They are. Great chapter. Who's your uh employee of the month? Hmm. Uh this is a hard one. I think maybe. Ooh, I don't know. Nobody's like amazing. Here. I don't think I'm going to give it to Avasarala because uh, nothing really happened. I maybe yet. give it to Alex for getting them in He's and out of there. It's pretty dope. Back. He uh he got in through the war zone flying that ship and he got out also. So like pretty badass. And yeah. I'm I'm a... definitely not holding. Uh, I think maybe yeah. Naomi could get it too just because she's just like fuck this I'm out. Which I respect. There, I don't know. I think she doesn't, she's not in it. That she's not in these chapters a whole lot, though. No, I, I think Alex for me. He be honest. Uh, and then maybe the only other argument would be Bobby, maybe for. Uh, I like. I do like Bobby, but I don't think I, he yeah. doesn't do anything heroic. Not, not a lot of heroic things done in these chapters. No. Yeah, I think I'm going Alex for uh, yeah, I'll get, yeah. Do we has Alex ever gotten it? I, this is a good we can get we no. can give him one. Yeah, it's a good wow. time to get See, him this one. This is why MVPs are yeah. stupid. Right. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's all narrative. Oh the MVP is just all narrative. Alex, has, who does Alex has won now. Unbelievable. It's Miller rigged. is winning the MVP race with the NBA one, voters two, are rigged. Three, don't let anyone convince you otherwise. Four. Miller has four. Uh, employee yeah. of the months right now. Bobby yeah. has one. Daddy Kato has He's... one. Avasarla already had Ooh. one last week. What? Oh, nice. Yeah, she should get more. <laughs> I mean, she's gonna. But oh, screen's flickering. But it's okay. Yeah. So the give it to uh, Alex this week. Good job. First wow. MVP. That's it's impressive. The comeback. The comeback kid. The comeback kid. Science Tuesday. Uh. We struggled. Uh, so we're we're going with... When do we not? We're going with Gauss rifles, which is funny. So what a Gauss rifle is, they mention them in the uh, in this chapter. Um, it's, a, it's basically a gun that uses magnetic um, propulsion to send a shot out. So basically you have... Instead of... Instead of, like, firepower. Normal gun. Yeah, which which kind of makes sense because then you don't have to carry around a bunch of firepower. You just like charge um, electromagnets one way, and then so if you think about like how magnets repel each other, it's like that to the extreme of like you do it so powerfully and um, and shoots a bullet. So yeah, yeah, basically so powerfully that it just shoots it super fast. 
Um, and this is, it's kind of the same idea of like how like maglev trains work and other things. Um, it's just basically opposite charges um, in the bullet versus the the um, the rifle part. So it's there's a few ways to make them. It can either be just like a an actual barrel, or it's like one side is pulling the bullet. But either way, it's uh, yeah, you're using magnetic charge to uh, propel a projectile, and they can go pretty freaking fast. Um, so I, we use these today, but not they're not like main dream. I don't think the, the military still basically uses uh, um, normal normal weapons um but i think i think the big ideas in space it you don't have to carry a bunch of uh like fire like missiles with uh explosives on it although they, they are carrying nukes but yeah, it is what it yeah, is literally literally nukes is yeah. what it is um and uh this is probably less like this could be fucking dumb this is probably not as heavy uh right? yeah cuz they they do yeah, for sure. Because you're just a lot of times are it's like smaller projectiles too. Um, like the one that took off. I'm pretty sure the one that took off. Uh, what's his name's head? Was uh, it was a Gauss round. Um, so yeah, and it's also like I think they put them also put them in the book because it's kind of like futuristic-y, Like we're using magnets to shoot a projectile. Uh, it just it, it seems like it makes sense. Like you wouldn't uh, the less like combustion you have on these th- on these chips is yeah. better, right? Yeah. Like it seems like when you have no atmosphere and if anything explodes, you're basically all dead immediately. Like it seems good yeah. to have less of that on a ship. So that does like that makes sense to me. Um it's also yeah, they also say it's super efficient cuz um there's no there's no friction and also you're using all the energy to kind of move the round so like an explosion you're losing a lot of energy to heat um because that heat energy is energy that you could have been using to propel the mass so uh it's more energy efficient um and yeah i'm seeing here that we don't really use they're they were considering using one to like launch things to space which is interesting uh that would have been cool uh but there's not it doesn't look like they're using them as as weapons a lot uh which is interesting it's fine i'll allow it they said it's mostly used by hobbyists which we did make one we made one in engineering class or i don't think you're in that class but um in in high school that was kind of fun it didn't go very fast Electromagnetic aircraft catapults are planned, including onboard future U.S. Gerald R. Ford class aircraft carriers. Yep. So it looks like they're using them a lot to like launch things. Uh, yeah, using launching Tomahawk missiles. Um, and other based active defense system for tanks is under development. China. China. It's uh, China regularly now. Fucking sucks. It's cool. It's cool stuff. And then also, it's in uh, Fallout. There's a Gauss, a Gauss rifle, a coil gun. In, oh yeah, in Fallout, all of them. Uh, what? It's rare. Oh, it's oh okay. It's not like a class of weapons. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. They go really into it in the Fallout lore of like, it's got do. these coils and like yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. And apparently, it shoots rare, expensive two millimeter round EC rounds. I don't think I remember this freaking rifle. 
Probably because I never got it. Man, I gotta play Fallout 4 again. Be good. Maybe next year. Oh, it can be found in Skylines Flight 1981. In Skylines Flight 1665. Okay, what you need that to mean? be a th rank 3 locksmith to get it. Oh, you're talking about the game. In Fallout, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top perk right there. Nice. Hell yeah. Good. Rank 3 lockpick isn't that hard. Same. Yeah, so we don't we don't really use them really now for military, but they use them a lot in the book. And uh, it seems like it's a mainstay in all military ships in these books. Yep. So, so that's uh, again, if you're wondering, like in space it makes more sense than in in the atmosphere. Maybe. I mean, especially think, when there's no hmm. when you just want to push something at a very fast speed because they're not going to slow down, right? So like. That's all they're trying to do, right? Is just push things very quickly towards other ships. So this seems so, like and a perfect way if you're to do wondering that. if you could shoot a gun in space, you can. So because it has its own oxygen in the like combustion uh, the cap. The uh, I'm using the wrong words, but I didn't think about that. But uh, yeah, so a lot of people are like, ah, oh, there's no oxygen in space. So and you need oxygen to do the uh, the whole reaction there. Of um, but no, it has its own. Oxidation already built into the uh, the bullet rounds, so you can shoot a gun in space. So don't. If you ever find yourself in space with a gun, don't shoot yourself thinking it won't fire because it will. Pro tip. Uh -huh. Check this out. Check this out. <laughs> Somebody would do that. I mean, yeah, people probably. people already do that. It's uh, sad. Yeah, in real life. Um, yeah. So wouldn't wouldn't if you wouldn't if these ships are shooting a bunch of like combustion guns? Wouldn't that like technically maybe not a lot, but wouldn't that like push them? Oh, it pushes them a little bit. I mean, they use it right. in later books. Because um, every reaction oh, yeah, has an right. equal and opposite right. reaction. So wouldn't so, that be another reason to not use those kinds of guns? In no, because you still... You to, like... uh, no, because it's still... No matter how you push it, um, you're still going to get the reaction. So whether oh, you... really? Even, even with these? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, what, interesting. You're still moving. Right. It's still energy and a mass going away from you in the opposite direction. So you're still getting that pushback. Um, no matter how it's propelled. Mm, but gotcha. uh yeah there's no way of getting around that but it's still uh cool i like it i like it i just the second you said that that trains do this too i just imagine just getting nailed with a by one of those trains maglev train yeah <laughs> it's the same concept of yeah pulling with a magnet you would just explode right would, uh, would your body just explode i hope so <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't want to be around after I get hit with the maglev. I yeah. I well, I mean, I understand that you die, but like, all right, we don't need to go into it. I just that's immediately what my brain goes about what that looks like, which I don't. I guess I should. No. All right, we learned so much. Uh, and our employee of the week, fantastic newcomer Alex Kamal. Uh, he he might win one again. Honestly, but it might not be for a while. Oh, he's gonna win one later. Look for he's in there. Yeah, but that's um, what I was thinking too. Cool, 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 cool. Depends, depends on where. Chapters. Where can the people find us? People find us right here. You can find us at the guys who did this on Facebook and Instagram at guys who did this on our very active Twitter account. No the. You can support the show at the guys who did this on Patreon. And if you have a correction, comment, or question. Please feel free to email us at the guys who did this at gmail.com. 
fancy. Uh, the music for this episode and all episodes is Racing Light by Kilobyte from Night Mode Records. Awesome. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for this week. We hope to see all your beautiful faces, uh, theoretically, again next week. I don't want to see. Do not come to my house. episode five. <laughs> no, you don't want them to come to your house? No. All right. Dax's address is... No. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us. Peace. See y'all. We'll be